MurrayPokerCoaching.net presents the, the, the Badoogie All-Stars PokerCast with your hosts, Jaguar and the Grouch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first Badoogie All-Stars under FreePokerCoaching.net. I'm either here with my co-host, Fender Jaguar, and our guest, Tecmo Super Bowl, or my co-host, Tecmo Super Bowl, and my guest, Fender Jaguar. I'm not really sure, but everyone is here. Say hello. Hey, man. My name's on the tag. No. That's true. Your name is on the tag. I guess. Sorry, Tecmo. You are our guest. <laughs> That's I'm fine. Like um, which means you get the gift basket, which is a picture of you next to a piece of cake from what <laughs> I have heard. Nice. Can, I, can I also have a Kinder Egg? No. They are not allowed in this country. We talked about this right. already. Right. And if anyone gets that joke, I'm sorry you listened to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every once in a while, someone will go like, oh, I'm going to go back to the beginning, and I have to try and get them. Why don't you go back to, like, episode six? Yeah. Maybe just don't go back. Yeah, why don't you just not listen at all? Why don't you just start right here at freepokercoaching.net? Yeah. This is a new shit. This is, this is something different. Something yeah. better. Yeah. We're stepping it up. And it's, yeah. it's, I promise you, I make the promise here right now. I got my hands up like Nixon. We will never charge you for this podcast. <laughs> I don't care because how you... bad it gets. <laughs> Isn't it the opposite? No matter how good the podcast gets, we won't charge. Yeah. Not no matter how bad it gets, we won't make you pay money for it. <laughs> no matter how downhill this goes, at least you'll have your money. I'm taking things from like a capitalistic American point of view. You know what I mean? Like no matter how bad it gets, I promise to not charge you for it. Oh, wait, actually, it being the economy, not the podcast. Now I understand. Yeah, that makes more sense. It was a pro I thought you were saying as the quality went downhill, we would not charge money, and that seemed like <laughs> bad plan. Like in terms of supply and demand, like well, I mean, oh, less expected. There's no uphill. There is no uphill. It's all downhill. It's which is hard to imagine. Like I don't know. We're so far below sea level already. But ex I mean, not to bring water back into it again. I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that. You want to know what's below sea level that no one else knows about or has seen in a long time? What's that? Atlantis. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Atlantis is magical. So that's what this is the podcast of Atlantis. We are magical. That's right. This is the podcast of Atlantis. Like it is sinking and no one's really looking for it. <laughs> we were briefly before this started talking about. Tecmo has never seen a Christmas story. Not just in general, like any Christmas story. <laughs> a movie. Uh, a this, the A Christmas Story. Yeah, the A Christmas Story. <laughs> For all of our European listeners, I'm not sure if you guys get this 24 hours on uh, Christmas, because there's two things that happen on Christmas in America. You get a Christmas story on every channel, for 24 hours, and then on the other channels that doesn't have a Christmas story or do not have, they have a Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, no. Incorrect. You forgot the third thing, which is the Yule Log, which is my favorite thing about the holidays. It's they video a fireplace and then play Christmas music over the top of it. For those of us that don't have fireplaces, that's as close as it gets. I never got the Yule Log. I must have oh, missed out of the vote. <laughs> my on-demand on cable box has about 15 different Yule Logs you can pick, so if you don't have time to turn the TV on, and, or if it's like January, you're like, oh, I missed the Yule Log. No, and the best part is every once in a while, someone reaches in and like pokes it with like a fireplace poker, as just to make it seem more real. 
if this was a movie, I'd have a TV that would show me all three screens at once. I'd have the fucking Yule Log, the Christmas Story, and the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that that would be sweet. Yeah, let's all take a deep breath. <laughs> I no, I I mean, as much as I make fun of the Yule Log, I watch it. Like it's great. <laughs> Sometimes right. I fall asleep to the warmth of the Yule Log. Uh, so basically a Christmas story, uh, electric sex in the window, the guy's leg, the lamp, drink your Ovaltine, uh, little oral a- or orphan, not oral, Annie. Uh, <laughs> little oral Annie. Completely <laughs> <laughs> different story on Christmas. One <laughs> uh, of these things, part of America's, It's a Christmas miracle. This is America's Captain Crunch. You'll shoot your eye out. You it's totally different in, that, in your version of the story. <laughs> How did you not see this? <laughs> he doesn't okay. just a brain in a jar look i am aware of the references at least i would say 25 percent of the ones you just rattled off but not little oral annie though <laughs> not really <laughs> little oral annie shooting her eye out but um no you'll shoot her eye out oh uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like I, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces as I'm flipping through, and it's like, oh, it's the Christmas story. Oh, it's still the Christmas story. Oh, it's the freaking Christmas story again. So you're forced to see clips, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't interest me. So it's like you you have to put that all together. You can't go through and see, oh, it's a Christmas story. Oh, it's a Christmas story until you've watched it at least once. Then you're allowed to do that. You're not in the club. yeah. There's rules. You know yeah, I mean? there's certain this clubs I don't want to be in. There are rules. <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing that like TNT did though with like Shawshank Redemption. Like even if you're like, I don't really like that movie. Once you've seen bits and pieces of it every weekend for like three years, you're like, yeah, Shawshank, that's pretty good. I always like seem a- to hit it when he's crawling out of the shit at the end. Of- <laughs> that's the only time I ever see it on any of the channels. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever get any of the good parts. I don't ever get him being like defiant with the radio and the records and stuff like that. You know, swing jazz, whatever. It's always See, he's climbing out of the sewers. Shawshank is yeah. actually a good movie. I'm not convinced from what I've heard that the Christmas Story is actually a good movie. I feel like it's more of like you it's saw good. it when you were a kid, and and so now it's better than you think it is. I I have to agree I with that. To, like it's. I would say that. Uh, it's not a very accurate representation of the American family. I think a more accurate representation is it, like a hundred percent married with children. Like Al Bundy is an icon. <laughs> Al Bundy is everything. It, See, that, that show is so before its time. What's great about that is my dad used to watch it. I grew up with just my dad and me and him would watch it. And now I'm watching modern family with Al Bundy and he just still has it. He's the man. He's, he is an American legend. Hokai. All the way. Hawkeye, four touchdowns. <laughs> exactly. One game. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I haven't seen the Christmas story. I haven't seen what is it? It's it is it's a wonderful life. That's that's isn't that another Christmas well, that, one? That's in black and white, it doesn't count. Yeah. And then that, uh That was before they invented color. That's fine. <laughs> and like or Wizard of Oz, and I hadn't seen E. T. What? I hadn't seen E. T. until I was in like a senior in high school and then and my uh That shit scared the hell out of me. Well, it's, it was my, see, best, that... my best friend's girlfriend said, you got to see it. And she got it for me on VHS for my birthday. And then I watched it. And I was like, this is 
one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Why am I watching this? The scare, like I went to the. I still remember the first time I saw E.T. I went with my aunt and my grandmother to a drive-in when those were still popular, and it was the Gremlins and E.T. double feature. And I had to watch E.T. before Gremlins, and the part where he just started freaking out on the kid and just making all those like space sounds, like <laughs> whatever the fuck it was, scared the shit out of me. I, I wouldn't even eat. I was just back in the back seat, hidden behind them both. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> And you brought me to this. This is supposed to be fun for me. I wasn't realize. I didn't realize ET was scary. That's you didn't see that part. That's like you're flipping through the channels, but you never get it. <laughs> I've seen the movie. He hasn't seen the movie. I don't know. No, like I saw the movie. It sucked. Just now, like just yesterday, now. <laughs> about when you learn about when you learn how to say neighborhood yeah. about the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't. It's like all these. Uh, old movies that actually suck um but it, now see what what doesn't suck is i recently have started uh watching the x-files from episode one again and I'm, I'm, I'm three episodes in from the very first season and i don't know if it's like you guys with the christmas story but i go back and i'm like wow this actually holds up well this is actually some really good tv I was never really an X-Files guy. Like, I was all about the Twilight Zone. I liked all kinds of, like, old-school horror, random stuff, Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Crypt. Never got into to the, the X-Files. I feel like if you're going to lump it in with them, it's not going to be good. But if you lump it in with, like, NYPD Info, or, info, I don't know, infomercials, yeah. like, <laughs> it's way better than those. I just never really watched any of that stuff. I'm not, I didn't really, like, lump it into, you know, you know what I mean? I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really x-files like i saw a couple of episodes i saw one that was kind of like deliverance where there was some like fat alien rednecks living on a farm and they like tried to sneak up to the farm and that was like the entirety of the episode right like it, <laughs> i just it wasn't for me after that i mean it, it doesn't get that's like trying to interview a.u morgan <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get any better for me than uh than fat alien rednecks so that's, that's <laughs> like, pretty much the apex of tv yeah. Man, not much beats fatty <laughs> So going back to what you said before, so you're saying if you compare it to things that are good, it doesn't hold up very well, but otherwise it's great. Is that basically your argument? <laughs> yes, and also da, 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 da. <laughs> Wow. That's like yeah. symbol crash, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> we, need, we need to get a. Do we have a budget for a symbol on the, with the new podcast? I could probably whip one up post. All right. So let's just pause after each joke, and you can edit it back in. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast about five seconds ago, you would have heard a symbol crash that isn't there yet. And this whole conversation makes no sense. You're like, there was a symbol crash. What are you guys talking about? Like just like the trumpet sound you're about to hear. <laughs> Shh, trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I've got to get to 88 miles per hour first. So, oh my God, is that Christopher Walken? <laughs> Not at 88 miles per hour. Good God. So I have a question. What is freepokercoaching.net? All right. I wanted to leave the silence there. I had, I had, I was with it the whole time, but I was listening to the symbol. <laughs> it was amazing. That drum fill. Woo. In your head, man. It's a symbol of free. No, anyway. Uh, freepokercoaching.net. Yeah, it's basically just free poker advice, free coaching. Uh, not really much else to, to say about it from a strategic standpoint. Uh, you send us hand histories, you post in the forums, you get free advice from players like myself or other guest coaches who are actually 
reasonably good at poker and might even be big winners in the game. So uh, that's basically where that comes from. And uh, it's kind of a, a different strategy. I didn't really set this site up as a competition for sites like Deuces Crack, Card Runners. No, no training site competition. I, I expect the videos to just be like short and either focusing on one concept or one hand history and then articles to go with that as well and just free. And it's not really going to be focused on uh, just like live poker or online poker since there's obviously a very big mix now with the current U.S. situation. So just poker in general, just something for everyone. And uh, that's basically where we're at. Sounds good. Yeah. It's like the opposite of this podcast. Like, it, short, yeah, I mean, that's why useful. <laughs> I had to get the podcast on here. I had to convince you guys so we could balance it out. So, yep. so we, we're the, uh, we're the filler. Right. You're the game theory optimization. <laughs> You've polarized your content range. We're at the bottom. We're the do seven of your bottom. site. But wait, I can't fold the top of my range. <laughs> Just like people can't turn this podcast off as much as they complain about it. Ha ha, you're stuck. I don't understand why, but you are. Yeah, well, our strategy of just bringing people on as guests to get them to listen has has worked really well, I think. Not with Mitch. Mitch stopped listening to his own episode and then hasn't listened until he co-hosted with me. So it backfired. Huh. It was horrible. But I know A.U. Morgan listens because every time I mention him, I get an I am about it later. And he's like, hey, what was that? Or thanks for being so nice. That one doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Hi, A.U. Yeah. Morgan. <laughs> Hi, Tommy Angelo. Not likely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anything's possible. It's possible. He came on the podcast, which tells me he does not listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we scooped him, though. We like Every time he went on another podcast after that, he's like, yeah, and I, used to, I was on Badoogie All-Stars with Grinch the Grouch and Tecmo, <laughs> yeah, who's, Grinch who's surprisingly funny. Yeah, Every he, time he talked about the podcast, he was like, you guys won't believe it. Tecmo told a joke. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like I, I, was, I was talking to Jay Crantz uh, one day, and I was like, hey, Tecmo's really funny. And Jay's like, what? No, he's not. And, Which was my reaction when I heard that story. Too. <laughs> and Tecmo, or Tommy's like, yeah, he actually really is. I don't think Jay ever believed him, but uh, I appreciated the, the sentiment. Yeah, no, I appreciate him plugging our podcast and other podcasts. Yeah, and that's the thing is we got him, and then uh, he went on Hayball, and he was like, oh, yeah, I, I was just on Badoogie. And then I think he went on Deuce Plays, and he was like, oh, yeah, I was on Badoogie. And Bart's like, what? What, what the fuck is Badoogie? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that fucking game is addicting. Badoogie? Yeah. Yeah, man. Try Try winning when the first time you play. It's like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Before full tilt poker shit the bucket, I was literally playing like 510 limit Badoogie heads up. <laughs> I was just like, this is sweet. I need four more cards. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing I was playing half pot li limit on merge, and I, I don't even understand what half pot limit really means, but I'm still playing it. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Half pot limit? Half pot limit. I've, and I've, Matt Flynn's article said it, and I think, um, Barry's uh, Badoogie chapter said the game is ideal for half pot limit, and that's how it spread a merge. Huh. Anything you can... better than straight limit poker. Yes. <laughs> but I'm sure we've heard that argument a million times. I'll just tell you that the, the, for everybody listening out there, for all of you non listeners, whatever, the first time. I don't think the non listeners are going to hear you say this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. For those of you flipping <laughs> channels that have stumbled across this podcast. For those of you looking at the electric sex in the window of Christmas story, I 
I said I said to myself, okay, I'm playing poker and playing poker. And this was back in like uh, party poker days. I was playing like three six limit, and it was like shorthanded, and it was fun. And I was just like, ah, eh, dunking around, you know. I I lost my entire roll up at like fifteen thirty on like what I consider to be a cooler, but it looked like it was a pretty standard call down. It's like a one over card. Anyway, uh, whatever. That's irrelevant. Like, uh, wait, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? Somebody about the Christmas story. No, it was before the Christmas story. <laughs> for the not for listeners and non-listeners. Badugi, better than limit. Oh, limit yeah, right, right. The reason why I didn't ever decide to play limit poker beyond that point is that the first time I realized that I could overbet like an entire stack against a weaker player, a fish, fucking idiot, whatever you want to call him, drooling moron. Uh, <laughs> but the first time I knew I could reach out and take an entire stack, and then I had to bet like one. 12th of the pot i was like fuck this i'm not playing this anymore so that's really what it was all about it's like reach out grab a stack rather than do you call or do you fold fuck that i'm (laughs) dropping anchors i'm all in so so would you say that nobody ever folds in limit don't start that Uh, i don't know I, i tried to bluff a few times here and there i think bluffing in limit is actually the greatest thing ever the best thing is when you know no. when you know snowing draw and you could beep the river to make them fold their draw, but instead you check raise them and they're like, fuck, all I have is a draw. <laughs> no, snowing and triple draw and then betting and they're getting like twelve to one and they fold, and that is the greatest thing ever. I agree. I did that to Jason Mercier before he raped me. <laughs> oh, those were the Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all I got. I mean, would you even really want to be that guy? Which, Which guy? guy? <laughs> the guy at the top of that 15 minutes. Like, what's the top of your range there? It's like a... I don't know. Like know, a like... live podcast, right? Like... Yeah. I would want to be that guy. I, I want to be that guy right now. <laughs> Do you really want to be the guy that bubbles the triple draw event at the World Series? Uh, no. Suck. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not gonna. Be, I don't think I'm gonna be able to play it next year or play anything next year because I'm not gonna I, wanna play any World Series events since I haven't played the whole freaking year. I mean, but think about how much worse everyone else will get, right? Yeah, I hear, I and I hear it's like a fucking '50s milkshake joint out there in the world right now. It is like that. I couldn't figure out what all the poodle skirts were about, but this makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yep. seriously though, like think about it. I don't... All the random people that would be playing on the sites are now in the casinos or doing something. Like, what else could they possibly do if they would have played poker? They've gone to play poker. Yeah, I mean, and I've seen I've seen many people who play online poker, and I've got to admit, no offense to pretty much all of our listeners, but it's a weird crowd. Um, and so they probably are doing nothing but poker because I mean, poker by default is going to be a weird crowd, right? Like you could have anything you could have like, uh, the, a a guy who sells puzzles for a living that has five Guatemalan kids. You could have him next to some small Asian dude next to like some tall Arabian guy next to like three white dudes in hoodies. Like poker is universal for that reason. That's why the game's so great is because it's just everything in the world in a a setting where everyone has the same, you know, the same language. It's just the Guatemalan guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But he, but, and each of them is wearing a little hoodie and an iPod. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like little junior poker players. Little junior pods? Do they even make those like mini pods? They, they, make, the the, they make the shuffle. I was yeah. going to get a fucking iPod. I was going to get like four of them from the Full Tilt store. Yeah. Till. Yeah. I mean, that's I the big, gonna get the that's my biggest complaint about Full Tilt as well is the fact that I didn't get an iPod. <laughs> they even had the value Black Friday store black uh card store where you, <laughs> where you could get the gold one but it was only for the uk members what kind yeah. of shit is that well you gotta i could get a fucking popcorn maker but i can't get a gold ipod i think it's because they I actually outlaw them in the u.s for being too tacky for import well i think if anything the fact that you could get that and not the gold ipod that proves that full tilt was not uh run very well <laughs> to be honest, I think they're trying to increase the sales of their shitty final table DVDs and DVDs by retards like Howard Letter that no one ever will give a fuck about or watch. Have you ever watched that? Like Poker Secrets from the Master, Howard Letterer. And he's like, <laughs> Welcome to my DVD. And he like looks at you and like for like fifteen seconds and there's no other sound, it's just silence it's you. And you think that maybe they thought he was gonna put a symbol <laughs> they're gonna put like a symbol sound in on the DVD and they couldn't figure out how to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so I figured if they sell you more popcorn makers, you'll be more inclined to buy the DVDs. So you have something to do with it, and it's just it's just whole backward strategy thing that I, I think it failed. Yeah, I think that was the conspiracy. I think the whole the poker thing was all just a prop to get them to sell popcorn makers, right? Which is so that just, you eventually sell those DVDs. Exactly. That's this entire matrix is just based on hard letter DVD sales. Honestly, <laughs> that's why it's so way out of control. Exactly. Yeah, right on on April fifteenth, I uh, I ordered two of the like they had some like speaker system or something. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I figured out that I could sell them each for about two hundred fifty bucks, and then obviously that that order got canceled. Uh, Clearly, so I got I got about five hundred dollars in equity in points that I lost there. I have like a hundred and twenty thousand points, but I have like I have a screenshot of the money on like May twenty eighth. I have over ten thousand five hundred stuck on there. Which isn't berserk, but it's certainly a chunk. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I told anybody this, but I was able to get my money off of full tilt, but uh yeah, sick brag. Um For me for me to be honest, like okay, here's the thing. Like I always get uh like wires, you know, and just a little chunk here and there, whatever. And the first time a wire bounced for me is when I tried to get everything that I could out because it's not significant. It's not like a significant sign if a check or something like that bounces or whatever, the bank transfers and all that. Because, I mean, there's obviously like processors that it goes through and the bank could find out that it's, you know, from a poker site or whatever. I mean, there's things that can happen in transit where th there's a reason for the delay or a processor gets shut down. But with wires, they're coming from like fucking Nigeria and Afghanistan and they never got shut out. They never had any problem for all, all the time. It's just like there's no way for them to know it's from a poker site. It's just like clear and straight. This is some dude in Afghanistan sending me the money. You know, so there's, <laughs> there's just... <laughs> nothing suspicious whatsoever about that. It's not some Nigerian bank scam where I had to pay him 200 to get 5 million. Okay. This is just straight up from the Nigerian to you. So in that sense, when, you, when, when that gets delayed or when there's a problem with that, that signifies a bigger issue for me. So that's when I was like, well, I better try to get, you know, everything I can out of here. This is a, this is retarded, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. What are your, well, I guess we, I don't know. Do you think you're going to get that money? 
Uh, to, uh, honestly, to, I don't. I don't think I'm. I think it's a very slim chance that we're ever going to see that money. Uh, like yeah. I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't expect it. I, I. I don't look at it as any sort of equity. I look at it as an expensive life lesson more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, I think you know? I think that's the best way to look at it. Is you know, you're not gonna get it, and if you do get it, sweet. Yeah, if you do, it's like holy shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the more important t- thing to take away from it overall as an experience is that, you know, you really it, – it's like, yes, the government in some way can have caused this by not allowing things to, to work out or whatever, just being retarded about the UIGA, all that shit. Uh, but in, in the same sense, it's our responsibility as players, as you know, humans in general, to make sure that we're on top of what's best for us and our, you know, money, which is what we obviously live on. So uh, we really have to be more responsible about and, – and like we know Full Tilt Poker's customer service has sucked for the entirety. We've he- heard about people, you know, missing payments for like 30 bucks, you know, or not $30, but like, you know, just a long time, like two months before they get their money out. And then, then you hear guys like posting on 2 plus 2 bragging about, ha, 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 I deposited 700 and they never took it from me, but I lost it, la, 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 just random fish. So like there are a lot of signs there that we're just oblivious to. We just never really put it together and said, wait a minute something might actually be wrong with these idiots, you know? So we just never really took it to the next step to, to take care of that. And that's really, it's just, you have to be more careful. And and I know that I almost got stuck with having a, a large percentage of, you know, my, you know, funds to live on in that situation. And you really just have to be more responsible about that as well. Bankroll wise, it's just, you know, if you, if you have 10 K to your name, you shouldn't have 8k on the poker site because if you get fucked you you get fucked there's no one else to save you so now you have all, all these people in all these dire situations that were relying on something that was just shaky it was just a you know thin ice situation so uh, just being more responsible overall in that sort of a scenario is really what we all need to to work towards and we can't just give the government a free roll i mean they have to be held accountable for being retarded as well i mean that's just a big thing uh, you know that's just so yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we'll show them by voting for different idiots. Yeah, <laughs> we're not voting at all. That'll show them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what will they do then? I think I think it's just a matter of of like you said, take it as a learning experience that you know, at the end of the day, what we were doing was putting money in offshore accounts where we had absolutely no recourse. So we have to realize that that's a risk, and you know. We probably made, well, not most people didn't, but I would say most people listening to this podcast made mo- still made money <laughs> off of, off, off of uh, the whole full tilt thing. And so if that's the way I look at it, I lost some money, but overall, I, I you know, finished in the, in the green. I don't say in the black because in the black just sounds bad to me. I don't understand. It like, sounds negative, why is it in, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it sounds negative. So I, I say in the green. I like green. Green's my favorite color, man. It's a good color. Weirdly enough, black is my favorite color. <laughs> but isn't black the absence of color? That kind of makes sense for you, though. Like the stuff you like as food is the absence of food yeah, as well. It is. Speaking of that, I heard you went to the best barbecue place in all of Maryland. Did you just say that his favorite food was the absence of food? Have you heard what he eats? What? <laughs> No. Yeah, I don't. I don't like a lot of stuff, and he doesn't like steak except for Stouffer Salisbury steak. What? That's made out of plastic. Yeah, that's what I said. Absence <laughs> of food. Now you're like, yeah, that's a good point. You actually, I agree with you. Flavored wood. 
Let it but then he posted the other day, he's like, I'm going to the best barbecue place ever. And my thought was like, where is that? The frozen food aisle of Safeway. <laughs> no. Hey, if you're born and raised on that shit, you know, you, you got a lifeblood to it. You're, it's like part of you. You're a percentage of it already. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's from the that's from the chemicals leaching into your body from all the plastic you've been eating. All <laughs> exactly, exactly. See, that's the thing. Uh, when I grew up, I remember, you know, my dad. Like I said, my dad wasn't the greatest cook. He had, he made some good things, but you know, we would have Stouffer's, you know, chipped beef and Stouffer's Salisbury steak for dinner, or, you know, on occasion. And that's what when I. When you grew said up he liking. made some good, when you said he made some good things, was one of them in your head? So Stouffer's Salisbury steak. <laughs> no, he made really good <laughs> lasagna. Dude. Is that Stouffer's lasagna? <laughs> no, I actually don't like Stouffer's lasagna, which is weird. You guys ever, you guys ever have an experience where like something that you ate when you were a kid and you really liked it now tastes either completely foreign or terrible, and there's like that gap. It's not like something you regularly have. It's something like I haven't had this in ten or twenty years, and now it's just shit. Like steakums was like that for me. I used to eat steakums as a kid all the time. Like steakums, yeah, steakum. You know, it's frozen. It's like already made. You just put it on bread and eat it, man. And then like, like a couple of years ago, I had some steakums randomly. I'm just like, hey, steakums. I remember that these used to be pretty good. So I, I, I get the steakums and I cook them up. And now they're just greasy and oily as hell. And if there's nothing, I just can't stand just like giant gobs of like grease and oil. It's like slippery. It's just like I don't know. It's like you lubed up your sandwich, right? So, <laughs> and it just tastes like flat, like plastic. So it's just like this isn't steak this is terrible but now when i was a kid i was like oh yeah and it's not like they had some awesome marketable commercial it's not like they had like the steak of man oh yeah it wasn't like that it's just... <laughs> he's very similar to the kool-aid guy <laughs> it's similar to the kool-aid guy in the slim jim commercial both <laughs> step into a steak of <laughs> Slip into a steakum. It's all greasy. Oh man, I just had a great idea for a new poker site. Steakum. Uh, <laughs> and it would be slippery and slimy. The people that run it, just like the food, that would be perfect. Oh man, yes, yes. No, I, I came to the conclusion a long time ago that I was not a discerning connoisseur of food when I was ten years old. I was like, oh, it's delicious. And then you eat it as an adult, and you're like, oh. Yeah, happy. when my diet used to consist of when I was like six, six would it was like ketchup and bread, and now that's obviously I'm not going to be doing that. Now, um, now it's all now it's all Stouffer's. Yeah, exactly. You got to microwave that bread and then you stick it in the ketchup. Yeah, um, but you guys stand on ramen noodles. Come on, that's epic. I did anyone ever enjoy ramen noodles, I or did. they enjoyed like, wow, this is thirty five cents. I sweet. <laughs> Because they had gourmet flavors back in the day, and the the color, like the print on the packages, they were very colorful. Like if you got the Oriental flavor, there were actually Asians eating the noodles on the thing, and you're just like, oh, I want this. this. Legit. You know? <laughs> exactly. Or the those shrimp. are the people that make this stuff. <laughs> can tell you what the shrimp flavor looked like. All, all I remember is I had a book called Stone Soup when I was little, and at the end it like tells you how to make stone soup. And what you actually do is you like actually put rocks that you find in the soup, and I ate it. Now I would never ever eat that anymore, <laughs> and I don't know why my mom let me eat that. <laughs> As a lesson, don't read. <laughs> exactly. Books are lies, kid. Literacy is uh, illegitimate. Um, the more you know. <laughs> so, uh, you don't need books. Just listen to this podcast. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> this is like the, yeah. The best thing ever. Yes. 
It is. Dude, no, that soup thing makes it reminds me of. Uh, I read somewhere, or I, I don't know, might have been on the internet, might not, but I read somewhere that uh, there's a law in some retarded Midwestern state. Because there's not very many of them that are smart, you know. No offense, uh, speaking retarded Midwestern. No offense, right? Exactly. I mean, I, I don't, don't care if I offend somebody. If I offend somebody, <laughs> fuck you. You're human. Congratulations, you have feelings. Go jack off <laughs> some daffodils, buddy. I can't. Hold on. I would like to say that I care if you're offended, just so we're like Balance. balancing this out. Yeah. So I, I can really, I, I can I, really I, go either way on it. <laughs> <laughs> theory optimization. This is a balanced podcast. Um, but anyway, right, so there's continue. there's there's a law. Like, literal law that says that you cannot sell beer in an establishment unless you are simultaneously brewing soup. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm serious. That's a fucking law in the Midwest somewhere. That rule, yeah. that's a, that exists. How Ooh. could it not be true? I read it somewhere in a place. It may on, maybe on the internet. <laughs> I believe the things I read on the internet. Why would they lie to me? Why would they lie to me? Why would they try to lie to me and represent something else? I mean, that's... How is what? I give up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say that is a rumor started by the Campbell Soup Company. Well, Doyle's Brunson, he says to go out on a limb because that's where the fruit's at. Yeah, <laughs> you know what Tecmo says? Like, Doyle, you're a jerk, and Doyle says you're blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, that's why I called him Doyle's Doyle's Brunson. <laughs> I just thought there was more than one of them that had said that. Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> It actually makes it sound like he is coveting a Brunson, whatever it is, like Brunson burner. He's just like Doyle's Brunson says. It's like his like <laughs> prophetic eight ball of. I thought it, I thought you were talking about Todd, who belongs to Doyle. Oh man, <laughs> this is Todd Doyle's Brunson. Brunson. He is one fucking angry dude, man. He is just like a really frumpy, miserable, angry. Just he's worse than me. At least I can laugh sometimes. I mean, speaking of going out on the limb, I'd go out on a limb and say that if he cut that ponytail off, he'd be happier. Just saying. I so that, like Peter, somebody you... called him comic book guy and he got really angry. <laughs> he looks just he's, <laughs> he's like, you're the biggest jerk ever. Hey, have, uh, do either of you guys have like unhealthy obsession with Pam Brunson? No, I don't know. What is a what is define healthy? Uh, healthy would be something normal. Like you look at her, you look away. Unhealthy would be like you look at her, you drool. No, I don't have that. I have that with Todd though, which is weird. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I didn't know you came out of your garbage can long enough to see people. You want to? Yeah, you think you're, there's places where there's garbage cans. There's places where there's Todd Brunson. They intersect more often than you think. <laughs> If you have a thing for Pam, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the end with Doyle now. I was just wondering if either of you did, just because she's. You know, so you're saying you don't, but you thought we might. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Guys like different types of chicks, women, you know, ladies, whatever you want to call uh, the female perspective. Uh, just <laughs> she's just big, man. She's like Amazonian, you know. What I'm saying she's like. She's like, I'd expect her in the jungles with Donkey Kong. Just like, let's play some poker. <laughs> I need to stop looking away so quickly. I'm missing. <laughs> and again, uh, may maybe offense, maybe not offense to our Amazonian listeners. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, Doyle is like this shorter, kind of like far side looking guy. And maybe he didn't really look like he was a far side character back in the day. But he certainly does now. He's got like the whole shoulder up. Yo, I'm from the far side. What's up? And then he's got a comic book guy. You know, that's some whatever. But then the <laughs> she, I don't know how. I mean, she is just like she gave birth to herself. 
Where's Mama Brunson? She's gigantic. Doyle's not that short, is he? I don't know. Well, he's always sitting down, so it's hard. When he was hitting you with his cane, like how tall did he seem? <laughs> he was towering. <laughs> I mean, he was drafted by the Lakers, so I assume he wasn't that short. But back then, like a center was like 5'11". Yeah. <laughs> Don't be afraid to go out on a limb, because that's where the fruit is. That's why. Uh, that's why. Who Will was that? Will Chamberlain Just... dominated. <laughs> what about? Was that your Doyle no. impression? <laughs> no, but well, maybe I could do a better one. What about Muggsy Bogues, dude? Yeah, yeah, he would have been a power Muggsy forward Bogues? when Doyle was drafted. <laughs> except he was, except his kind weren't allowed in the league back then. <laughs> I don't know. I have this problem. See, I, I followed sports back when I collected like baseball cards, hockey cards. I got and all that stuff right around the time they started using foil on everything. So I'm like really, really. Uh, I wouldn't say really, but I, I'm pretty well knowledgeable about like 90s era sports guys. And then when I talk to like my friends who currently watch sports all the time, there's just like this gap. There's like this generation void. And they're like, yo, man, fucking Yankees, dude. They're like Jeter. And I'm like, Jeter. I'm like, what about Mattingly? What about Kevin Moss? You got anybody remember <laughs> Kevin Moss? So you're just, you know what yeah. I mean? What about Dennis Eckersley? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like, what about Raleigh Fingers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're just you best best mustache in the history of baseball, Raleigh Fingers. You're just rolling off RBI baseball guys. Hey, that's not true. <laughs> Although I have played that game. <laughs> I know, I know yeah. all those guys, even from the back of us. So obviously, I like I like Wayne Gretzky. I was a fan of hockey, but they got like Mario Lemieux and like Luke Roba, blah, 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 and like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I can't. I can't get the connection. Like when I heard, I went to buy a, a couple of hats the other day. Cause I was like, well, I got to play live poker. I might as well get a hat. So I go to the site. Logical. <laughs> Not just one hat, a couple of hats. For, I might have to take it off and put on a different one. So I would I, get a couple of hats for Doyle's. So I go to the NBA site. <laughs> one hat for each Doyle. And I find out two, like just bone rattling things i find out first of all that the, the the hornets aren't a charlotte team anymore they're the new orleans hornets and i'm like what the fuck but then the the, the follow-up just kicked me in the nuts i was like the supersonics don't exist anymore <laughs> i'm like i'm like sean kemp what the fuck you know i just can't i just go through the and that other guy that played for the supersonics oh yeah no one knows any other supersonics <laughs> that's why they don't exist anymore exactly sean kemp retired <laughs> He took them with him. <laughs> so I, I went, the entire the entire Supersonics franchise is living in Sean Kemp's cabin in the woods. And then I went through this period all his of other like, children of like feeling old, and then I started thinking about other things that had changed to make me feel old. And I'm like, I used yeah. to like Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi, I remember. All right, that. I'm just kidding. I never liked Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> no one liked Crystal Pepsi, but you drank it I at drank, some point. I drank it once. It's like Pam Brunson. It is like I, I, I was like, I was like, Crystal Pepsi manufactured itself. Dude, they like, missed that commercial. It comes chugging through the forest, like knocks Donkey Kong out of the way, and it's like, let's drink some soda. <laughs> you kind of like look at Crystal Pepsi yeah. and you try to look away, but then you just start drooling. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right though. That is the one thing Crystal Pepsi did wrong was not having a jungle-based commercial. <laughs> Other otherwise flawless idea. Hey, it's like Pepsi but less delicious and you can see through it. It's Yay. absolutely <laughs> How could that not go well? They have to think Crystal more Pepsi. About oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have borrowed the Kool-Aid. Maybe the Kool-Aid guy comes busting out of the Crystal Pepsi, then realizes that he'd busted a Crystal Pepsi and then starts drinking himself to death. And he just 
falls over. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> Every time I think of the Kool-Aid Man, I think of that Dane Cook bit about the Kool-Aid Man, like, and I makes me sad because it's about Dane Cook. You but... know what I hate about commercials is they're always so fucking happy. And they placate you. They, like, fucking, they just beat down on, on just, it, it's so transparent. I hate it. You know, like, you see, a, if it's not, like, a hundred kids that are really happy about having, like, a peanut butter bopper, they're like, come on, kids, get your boppers. La, 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 la. It's just like. I like that your, your TV shows only radio ads from the 40s. <laughs> he said there's a gap, all right? I don't even have TV, man. How old are you? <laughs> I watch Family Guy on DVD. That is my entire source of knowledge of the outside world. <laughs> and that actually sounds like a commercial from a Family Guy episode, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, kids, come get your peanut butter boppers. You know, it's just like... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, man. Or, or, or like, you, okay. You would prefer a commercial that was like, hey, I just got beat by my husband. But I sure am liking these rock'em sock'em robots. Come on, bitches, get beat. It sounds like you've been watching Lifetime movies. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 okay, so, like, yeah, I mean, Haynes, for instance, Michael Jordan. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we going somewhere? Are we doing, are we talking about his Hitler mustache or something else? <laughs> that mustache he has is ridiculous. I beat my wife. I wear Haynes, wife beaters. <laughs> Think about it, guys. Wife beater. If you're not gonna do it, don't wear it. It's a movement. <laughs> I think it's amazing we already got a sponsor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think if anybody could pull that off, it's Jordan. Because if anyone saw his retirement speech, he was like, "Fuck you. I'm right. Everyone, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> the success of beating my wife in hate. <laughs> and then Jordan played baseball, and it, they're like. Yeah, why don't you go back to that other game where you're good? Yeah, yeah, they didn't do that to Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. You don't Yeah, Bo knows. Bono. For those of you who are listening to our podcast, Bo Jackson used to be an athlete. Sonny Bono? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but okay, how, how about the diet commercials, right? Where the fat chick walks up and she's looking at a piece of cheesecake. <laughs> She's drooling on it like it's, like it's Pam Brunson's cheesecake. All over, right? <laughs> and then the skinny chick comes up behind her, real skinny, tight-ass jeans, big, you know, just like, bam, so, yo, what's up, I'm skinny. And, like, that's the social view of, like, hey, that's a hot chick. And then she, like, gets the fat-free, light, not-the-fat-chick yogurt. And she daintily walks away into, like, a crowd of happy people that accept her with open arms. And then the fat <laughs> chick looks at the cheesecake, and it's, like, like, this drippy, melty smile. And it's just, like... Eat me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's... Yeah, this is why I got a DVR. I skip the commercials now because this sounds weird. <laughs> they do this to people. Like, they do that. Like, like, okay, you have to be healthy. Everything is bad for you. But you should go to Burger King and order a quad stacker with five slices of bacon, four slices of cheese, three buns, extra ketchup, and a supersized fry that's about the size of the baby you have right today. And, the, and then get a, no, I, a I have to say, I recently... Yeah, exactly. A diet. But I respect the fact that Hardee's has refused to like the healthy thing and Carl's Jr. It's like, oh, everyone else is going like low carb, healthy. They're like, we're going to put pastrami on a burger. Dude, <laughs> have you seen the Heart Attack Grill? No. It's a place in Arizona that serves lard covered fries. They call their burgers bypass burgers. Like they call it like quadruple bypass burger. You could get, they're just 
fucking gigantic, and they're just everything is lard. And then they have butter fat shakes. It's like the most unhealthy place ever. And get this, if you weigh over 350 pounds, they let you eat for free. Which means they have no customers that pay them money. No, dude, listen, they have hot Because <laughs> you move into that free category really fast if you yeah. start eating that. <laughs> they have, like, these skinny hot chicks that wheel you out in wheelchairs and that, like, rub your belly while you eat. No lie, right? And, and, and like, the, <laughs> they're all dressed up in, like, doctor and nurse's uniforms and shit. It's, like, hilarious. And, uh, here's the kicker. Their spokesman, like, the, they had, like, this big fat dude for a spokesman. Dead. Heart attack. Are you sure that they aren't actually doctors and nurses? Because it sounds like that would be helpful in that situation. The funny part is that the one guy used to be a nutritionist. He used to be like the main nutrition guy for some shit, but he used to, he got sick and tired of trying to help people with diets they would never stick to. So he decided that this was a diet people can stick to. I'll just feed them grotesque, gore-filled food. And it's just like, I mean, I, I, I gotta say, like, as, a, as an attraction, I might eat there once but i don't think if i lived in that area i could eat there very often it just sounds so disgusting lard covered fries they soak your hamburger buns in lard <laughs> you say that it has to taste good or people wouldn't eat there i wouldn't eat there unless they stuck pam brunson in the front of the restaurant <laughs> then you drool all over the place <laughs> i'd show up ready to go i'd be all lubed up put the burger in <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what's happening anymore. I don't anymore. know what road we went down, but when we started with Oral Annie, I knew it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Um, yeah, no, I, the thing I was going to say, though, is he used to be a nutritionist. He, like, it's like, oh, you don't want to stick to a diet? I hope you die. And then exactly. he serves you food. Like, that should be their motto. I hope you die. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't dissuade anybody. because No, it wouldn't. And that would be the great part is it would – He'd be right out front with what he thinks of the people that eat there. I hope you die. Have a burger. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I guess I will. I mean, you know, somebody could give you a white pill, and you would have no idea what you're getting yourself into if you took it. When you walk into a restaurant and buy, like, a, a six-pound gigantic fucking cheeseburger that's just covered in everything, and then, like, all this other insane just – do you know what I mean? Just like a buffet's worth of food in front of you. That's a little bit different. It's not like, like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into here. This might not be good for me. You know it's not good for you. You don't even have to have that. All they have to do is put a picture of one of their meals outside the restaurant. Boom. Done. There you go. That's it. That's all you need. You just need to see it and know that it's terrible for you, and immediately people will flock to it. Yeah. I'm, I kind of want to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, group trip. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. That's one of those stupid Midwestern states, though. So, like, I don't know. Like Arizona is not in the Midwest. I'm gonna. Is it in Arizona? Disagree. Is that what you said? He said Arizona earlier. He may have made that up, but I'm just just well, so we're, we're clear. Wherever it is, we is that, should do a live recording. Wait a minute. That's not a midwestern state. See, everything to me is either California, New York, or Midwest. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I didn't know I was in the Midwest, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maryland is like the capital of the Midwest. <laughs> you know, do you have water? You're in the middle, then. You're... That is kind of my view, though. If you're not on the coast, you're in the Midwest. You're in the Midwest, exactly, exactly. I'm not the only one who thinks like that. Uh, yeah, what am I gonna do? Yeah, you agree. You agree with him. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he likes Pam Brunson just as much. No, I don't think anyone likes Pam Brunson as much as you do. <laughs> That's all. This comic book guy likes Pam Brunson. I am. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to look away more quickly when I see Pam Brunson now because it's gonna be like. <laughs> You're gonna, you're triggered. You're psychologically triggered. You're gonna look at, at Pam Brunson. You're gonna just see me drooling on myself and jacking off on daffodils. You're just <laughs> stop with that phrase. Programmed. 
I gotta admit that I'm a little worried uh, Doyle's gonna re-block me on Twitter. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to. I'm, I'm worried that if Doyle listens to this episode, like we have bigger problems. I was. Which is, which is someone needs to get Doyle committed to an insane asylum immediately. He can come on as a guest, and we'll talk to him. When's yeah, I saw you've seen a daffodil, Doyle. <laughs> well, I, about a Christmas I saw Durr posted in that thread that he would, you know, talk to whoever on whatever interview. I thought about calling his bluff. <laughs> that would be fine. Awesome. Come on, this garbage. I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy. We can be just as serious as we are stupid. That's that's for sure. That it would be really serious. That would be boring. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I've done offensive things in the past, and I'll do them again in the future. Yeah, you did. You've done them in the last forty-five minutes. I was here. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. I tried to turn this podcast off, but then I realized I'm still here. Sorry, all I've heard was symbols for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> He's gonna edit it all out, so it's just. <laughs> I just like, I'll put like uh, I'll make a video to go with the podcast, and it'll just be a, a montage of like. Is that Pam Brunson and then Pam, blank? Pam Brunson and Heart Attack Grill. That's it together. I'll like put her head on the burger and it'd just be like me in a pillow. It's like a dream. And then the macho man crashes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snap it. Well, then this, yeah. Captain Stakeham comes flying through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, though, I, when I thought of slipping to a Stakeham and said it, I wasn't too thrilled. When I heard someone else say it like macho man, it's a great slogan. It's pretty, it really is. It's got some power to it. It's ump, ump, you know? Yeah. What does that say about you as a person? Me? It would say I'm awesome. <laughs> it's like when I do it, this is terrible, but when someone else did it, it was awesome. No, no, no. I'm just like, sometimes you have, you, you say one of your own ideas and you're not sure until someone else suggests it. And you're like, that's genius. <laughs> oh, okay. So like women in Congress. I get it. It is just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. I was just going to say that. And then I didn't. <laughs> you know, uh, we we should make a song like those other guys that have like a lot of guests, but they're they're just kind of like boneheads. They're just like yeah. I'm talking about you know you know who I'm talking about. Cody There's like four of them. We don't have to say their name to know who I'm talking about. Yeah. No, not Conan O'Brien. Oh, oh, not Conan O'Brien. Oh, I thought we were talking no. About Conan all of all of the non-Conans in the world. Yeah, that's right. There are there are two types of late night hosts as far as I'm concerned. There's Conan and the Midwest, and that's it. <laughs> oh man, what about Schaefer? Does he get he? Oh, never mind. He's just like a side donk. Yeah. He Who? he looks like the dude from the Black Sabbath video, though. Yeah. See, I, what I like about Schaefer is his commitment to just repeating things that Letterman says. He's like, I got a pencil. He's like, pencil? Huh? I thought all he did was <laughs> smile these days. I don't even see his lips move. He's just like. They just can't. Eubanks still on Leno. What is Kevin Eubanks still on Leno? Is Leno still on Leno? That's a bigger. I just. I don't know. I would like to be a yes man on one of those shows. You say no way too often for that. You're not. (laughs) You could be my yes man if you want to start agreeing with me instead of disagreeing with all my good points. Yeah, I have a. There's an opening available right here. What about? Are you are you interested? I need nah, to get a... I don't know. See, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, what about Annie Duke on Ferguson? Are, are we saying Annie? Oh, oh, oh. When she was on, I thought you were saying, 
What about yeah, Andy Duke? Andy, Andy Duke, just the, the, I guess we'll talk about this and we'll wrap it up. We're about an hour in, but Andy Duke, Ferguson, uh, Durr, Fox News, and Epic Poker League overall. Let's all chime in. Let's go. Yep. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you got? Come on. I'm serious. I'd give it a. I'd give it a seven. Like the. <laughs> The Epic Poker League, first of all, I think obviously it's terrible. It's retarded. Like, first of all, you have like it a, has such a great name a though. Board, yeah, but they have such a terrible logo. It looks like you're selling fucking spam, man. It looks like they're selling canned meat. I'm serious. You've ever seen it? Go look at it. You'll want to pop it open and put it on bread. You know, I mean, they have a board full of people who are like shady. The only, I mean, they got like a couple decent dudes, like Matt Savage or whatever. But everybody else is like just, you know, has suck the blood from the poker community like all these shady dudes i think it's so funny that everything that happens with them is just like they got the 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 child molester dude and they don't want to pay him and then they got like fucking chino whatever scumbagging people all that jazz and like (laughs) he's the the first winner and you just have like all of this stuff going on with this and it's like how are you going to get off to a successful start i mean sure you've got some media coverage but none of it's really good and then they put well any duke on Ferguson, and she's like the most uninteresting person possible. Yeah, she could be on this podcast. She's so boring. Exactly. We could just sit her in the background. Yeah. No, like that. Was, I mean, I don't know. I watched the Celebrity Apprentice when when Annie Duke was on, and she wasn't that bad. That interview was horrible. Yeah, but sure. If you put a fucking, if you put, a, I don't even know how to explain. <laughs> I was just. I, that. I, I, I was the just one good say- thing. The one good thing about Epic Poker League is that I like is that there's no rake, and they add money to it. That's the sure. only good thing about it, though. There's because yeah. n- that, and and they'll make it up in volume. Like that's totally sustainable. Here, have some money. I don't understand. I feel like they, whoever was running Full Tilt, is running Epic Poker League. Shocker. No, there's no connection there. Uh, you know that's no. You know that's true because they have banned Ferguson and Howard Letterer from playing an Epic Poker League. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad the ethics committee got together on that one. <laughs> I just on. Richard, or uh, like on, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, that that's like, they, she was on Survivor. Whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. On Celebrity Apprentice. Right. I was gonna say that's just like putting Sonic the Hedgehog two in a pile of shit. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Sonic the Hedgehog two is like the worst of the Sonic the Hedgehog games, in my opinion. It's just like, ah, uh, now it's, it's the- okay, but then you put it in through a pile of shit. It's gonna look really, really good. Or, or better yet, you take Sonic the Hedgehog two and then put it in a pile of, I don't know, Dirty Harry for Nintendo. That's like a terrible game, right? It's like the worst game possible. So no, Back to the Future for Nintendo is the worst game ever. Really? I heard that ET. On Atari was the worst game ever. Everything on Atari was the worst game ever. I Atari, have that. I have that actually. It is terrible. Have, I have about eight. Atari Baseball. You had three defenders and they moved it in unison. It's terrible. You, wait, wait, wait. You have ET on Atari? Of course I do. I have more video games than you'd know. I have infinite video. Games. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have like. If you if you have ET, the answer to that is yes. Yes. <laughs> more than he. I just sold the Mega Man One boxed complete for Nintendo. On eBay, how much do you think I got? Eight dollars. One box. <laughs> oh, sorry. Realistic. Mega Man One. Nine dollars. Oh man, you you ain't even in the game, man. You just a hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars. Eighty dollars. Sixteen euros. I'm going, What's the answer? I'm going with eighty dollars. Two hundred and forty dollars. What? Yeah, exactly. It's what? crazy. How did that happen? I don't know. You have California games? Uh, yes, I do. I have that for 
the, I believe, this, I, I want to say it's a 7800, but I have one of them for Atari. Obviously have it for Nintendo. Okay, good. <laughs> I just needed to know that. Why we've, had that why we've covered that. Do you have adventure? Do you have adventure for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Are you a hacky sack fan? Just hacky sacking it up. On the do you have the hacky sack game, game yeah. Nintendo? Yeah. Skater Die was a letdown, man. Whenever I went to the the arcades, I used to fucking play uh, Seven Twenty all the time. I just it was like the you don't even have any action buttons. It's just like a joystick. You just go forward, and it just <laughs> it was just like awesome. Just the sounds of it, and just like I don't know, skate or die. and bees chase you of all things. Like bees know when you're not skating enough. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That is the Back to the Future game. Seriously, you remember the part of Back to the Future where he's skateboarding through the street and there's the two guys with the plate of glass and you're being chased by bees and throwing bowling balls? Yeah, because that's <laughs> in the that's what the game does. That's how the game happens. Just like in the movie, you know, he had that sleeveless shirt and he's skating down the street, <laughs> jumping over benches, <laughs> and the bees are gonna get him. Awesome. And there's like a tough guy and he hits him with a bowling ball. Seriously, go play the Back to the Future game. You'll be like, "Wow, that's a good point." Wait, was there a was there a Christmas Story game? No, I don't. Yes, think so. I don't think so. was I, there? I feel like there should be. There should be. I, there wasn't. <laughs> I like that you said yes, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I I'm, if you don't want to be my yes man, I'll be my own yes man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even. Yep. Are there any? Hmm. I can't even think of a Christmas game. Christmas game, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be a Christmas game. I'm surprised they haven't made like Super Mario Christmas. He does everything else. He fucking. I guess it makes sense though, right? Because you get what? I was gonna say the big time you give games out is at Christmas, and it's like, oh, thanks, this is outdated already. <laughs> well, I mean, Mario deserves a shot at Christmas, right? He's had everything else. He's gone to the Olympics with Sonic. You know, he's uh, he 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 started off as a lowly plumber into a, a high stakes uh, Olympic champion. Yeah, Mario. Yep. Mario, I don't know how he would do Christmas. Would he do all? Like, would he do Festivus? Like, I don't know. He'd run up yeah. the, the... And instead of having, like, a, a question mark, it would have, like, a Christmas tree, and then, like, hit it. It would just pop out with, like, a, a like I don't know, like stockings. Like, maybe stockings are, like, the guys on World 1, 2, or whatever it is, when, like, you're underground, and they're... Or, wait, no, the desert. I like that you're citing specific <laughs> levels of the original Mario. Like, anyone listening to this is over the age of 20. Do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Hey, if they're not cultured enough to understand what we're talking about, then they have a lot of catching up to do, okay? The same goes for the other person on this podcast other than you and I. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Super Mario Brothers 2, the sand dudes, those would be great if they were just stockings. I hated Super Mario Brothers 2. I, I got stuck on, like, World 7 something where you had to jump and, like, there are these, everything is up in the air. Much like Kid Icarus, everything's just like up in the air, and then you had to jump from like little floating bird to floating bird, and it was everything on the ground was ice and it was all small, and that just fucked me all over the place. I just couldn't. I threw it in the closet with all the Kentucky Fried Chicken bones. I just couldn't. <laughs> your what? closet is different than my closet. <laughs> you're you're definitely not getting your deposit back when you move out. <laughs> <laughs> That was like that was like a hundred years ago, man. So that you threw like, oh chicken bone, chicken bone, chicken Super Mario Brothers too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine having to go back. Oh, I want to play this game. How again. long was that chicken in here playing it? <laughs> oh, it looks like the chicken got stuck on level seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want. I man, I've mm, closets. Yeah. I, I have to go to sleep. <laughs> Come on, we're not going to make this two-hour podcast like everybody else? No, I think this is a great place to stop. Like, 
my closet is a great <laughs> place to stop. I don't want to go any further. I don't need to know what else is in that closet. Skeletons. I would like to treat the rest of this podcast like it's Pam Brunson or just look away. I'm sorry. <laughs> that does make sense, though. Like the re- Tecmo and I want to like divert our attention, and you're just staring and drooling. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I. I don't even know what just happened. This is. All right, so yeah, freepokercoaching.net. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm wrapping it up. Yeah. You want chick- you want chicken bones in your closet, freepokercoaching.net. You know where to find Pam Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they're having a raffle for free steakums or something. You'll have to check it out. <laughs> freesteakumcoaching.net. Let's bring the, the comedy down. Okay, down, down. All right, serious for me. This is going to be 10 seconds. Freepokercoaching.net will definitely answer your questions. All your hands, all anything you want to talk about, game theory, advanced, whatever. Send us hand history. Send it. You know, go to the YouTube page, subscribe. Fucking email us pictures, Pam Brunson, whatever you want to do. We're here for you, and we're here to interact with you. Unlike other people who will just put you off or not give you any good advice. But the one thing I don't want you to do is send me fucking coolers. Because if you send me a fucking cooler, you're not going to get any ecto back. Do you understand? This ain't Ghostbusters, motherfucker. You send me a hand history. It's got something that actually matters. Don't send me you had queen. You got it in pre-flop against aces. Could you have gotten away from it? Fuck no, you couldn't have gotten away from it. That's why you happened. You know what I'm saying? So just, you know, if it's if it's post-flop, if it's on the turn, if it's on the river, if it's like a range thing, a strategy, go ahead. Take the coolers and throw them away. And I'm done. Thanks for watching. And by, by throw them away, he means just toss the coolers in the closet with Mario 2 and chicken bones. Throw them on the chicken bones. Yeah, I don't really have a big spiel like that, uh, but... You don't have to. I feel like I need one now. Yeah, like I, I feel like I, I, I go next, but I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, if you want to send me chicken bones, I'll put them in my closet. <laughs> my closet needs more chicken bones. Uh, okay. It's going to be so hard to title this episode. There's so many great <laughs> quotes in here to pull out. Um, yeah, for that, why don't, why don't we wrap it up? Um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, sorry that you feel that way and won't be back, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, as you can see, like, as I told you earlier, a couple episodes ago that we're moving to freepokercoaching.net so we can have more strategy in the podcast, (laughs) More more poker content, but yeah, maybe next week we'll have a guest, um, someone who doesn't have a Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe we'll have a real guest. Um, maybe someone who has something to do with poker and not chicken bones. I would say don't count your chicken bones before they crack. Sure, that, that uh, works. Yeah. Nice yeah, save. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I mean, this is obviously like the inaugural. It's a metaphor. FPC dot net cast everything else is you know we're gonna definitely have strategy in the middle of this somewhere we might even we might like put a big like red thing on your screen or you just have like a red you'll know when the strategy hits basically yep. we'll call you at home and we'll wake you up like hey strategy's coming <laughs> guys guys strategy with an air raid siren so you know the knowledge bombs with the drop on your house. Wait, I don't uh, just to, listen I for the symbol. That back in later. <laughs> and you'll know that the strategy's coming. I wonder if I could get any chicken sounds to put up in there. Anyway. All right. Yeah. For uh, freepokercoaching.net, this has been Badoogie All Stars. Um, yeah. Bye. Later. Bye.